Welcome to the Podcast Advertising Playbook, a show dedicated to podcast advertising. If you're a podcaster or an advertiser and you're wondering how you can take advantage of this rapidly growing space, you're in the right place. On the program, we'll discuss strategies and techniques to optimize your experience with podcast advertising. Hello and welcome to the program. My name is Heather Osgood. I'm the host of the show and I'm excited to be with you today. I want to talk to you today about the different types of podcast ads. I wanted to start by talking about the value of the host read ad. I talk about host read ads a lot. And the reason I talk about them so much is because I believe so heavily in them. As a listener, I am used to listening to the podcast host. I have tuned into a podcast because I like the host. I like the content that they're creating and the content that they're providing. And I want them to give me their take and their opinion on things. If you can get an endorsement ad read from the host, that goes so much further than a pre-recorded ad or even just an ad that's done by, you know, maybe the producer of the show. Host read ads are so valuable because we know, like, and trust that host. And if they recommend a product to us, it is going to be powerful. When we look back throughout the history of advertising, host read ads always came first, right? So podcast advertising is still in its infancy. My hope is that the host read ad doesn't go away. I know that to a certain extent it will, but if you can take advantage of host read ads, I highly recommend that you do that. If the host can sample a product and try the product and create a compelling ad read around that product, that ad is going to have so much more impact than something that feels disruptive and sterile and disconnected from any of the content that I'm currently consuming. So when we think about the types of podcast ads, I always highly recommend host read ads. Now, there are a variety of different companies in the space that are selling pre-recorded ads, and certainly pre-recorded ads have their space as well. There is a time and a space for those types of pre-recorded ads, but from a podcaster's perspective, as well as from an advertiser's perspective, you are going to get the most benefit from a host read ad. So I can't encourage you enough to think about making host read ads the foundation of any podcast ad campaign. When podcasts first started, all ads were embedded. What an embedded ad read is, is it's an ad read that is created at the time of recording the podcast. So right now I am recording a podcast episode. If I were to record an ad for this podcast, I would create the ad you know, I would, I would record it separately in most cases. I mean, some hosts are really great and they can very seamlessly transition into an ad read. But in most cases, I would record that separately. But then as I'm doing my editing, I would edit the ad into my podcast episode and I would produce one file, right? At the end of all of this, I'm going to have one MP3 file that I'm going to publish out there for the world. That is an embedded ad because that ad is part of of the content 
of this podcast, right? It is a hard piece. That's why it's called embedded. It's embedded in the audio file of that podcast. And when I, as a listener, listen to the episode that's been published, of course, I'm going to hear that ad because it's in that episode. The interesting part is that it's only going to be in that one episode. It's not going to be in all the other episodes, right? So let's say I publish this episode that I'm recording now on May 18th. If I listen to the May 11th episode, the ad would not be in it. If I listen to the May 25th ad or episode, the ad will not be in it. The only episode that that ad is in is the one that it was created as part of that episode. So as from an advertising perspective, you just get one piece of the podcast pie because you get the one piece where your ad appeared. And that's why, of course, most of the time people aren't going to buy just one ad in one episode. They're going to be buy multiple ads in multiple episodes, right? That makes more sense to, you know, if you're looking to try and create some awareness that you're doing multiple ad reads in multiple episodes. So that's an important thing to look at. And that is what an embedded ad read does. The other thing that's fascinating about embedded ad reads, you know, let's say I, I, like I said, published this ad in my May 18th episode. And in 2021, in January, if I'm listening back to the May 18th episode of the podcast advertising playbook, I'm going to hear that ad, right? It's not going anywhere. So unless the host wants to get into their files, edit out that ad, and then repost that episode, that ad's going to stay there indefinitely. And the value of that, of course, is that there can be a really nice long tail on that, you know, meaning that as an advertiser, I'm paying for 30 days worth of, of exposure, but I'm getting much more than that. And so there's a real value in embedded ads from that perspective. Embedded ads are the traditional type of podcast advertising. Dynamic ad insertion is where the industry is headed. And how dynamic ad insertion works is that the ads are placed into the episodes by a computer. So we will look at the back catalog of all of, you know, the 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 history of the episodes that have produ- been produced and we'll also look at the current catalog and in the hosting provider, the podcast host puts ad markers. It says at minute 6.3 I want an ad to be in there, right? And so the computer knows where to put the ad based on where you have told the computer to put the ad. The value though, is that you put ad markers in all of your episodes. You put ad markers in your old episodes. You put ad markers in your new episodes. And so as an advertiser, I'm able to commit to a time period. So instead of saying, I wanna be in the May 18th episode of this podcast, we can say, I want to advertise on this podcast in May. And instead of reaching 2,000 people who would have listened to that May 18th episode, I'm going to get 50,000 impressions because I get those downloads and those impressions across the entire catalog. And that's why dynamic ad insertion is so powerful because you're not just reaching one small fraction of the audience, you're reaching the entire audience, right? You're reaching everybody who listened to that, that podcast within a certain period of time. Now, of course, the downside is the ad's not baked in there. It's not embedded in the episode. So there is no real long tail, right? If I listen to the podcast in June, 
I'm not going to hear any ads for you because you didn't advertise in June. You just advertised in May. But in May, you reached so many more people. You reached them with a time-bound offer that is current and relevant to me in May. Because that's one of the downsides of embedded ads is maybe on May 18th, you had this super awesome offer that you were really excited about. In September, that offer is long gone. You're not talking about that. Maybe you're not even talking about the same product anymore. And yet I, as a podcast listener, might hear an ad for you where you talk about a product that you're not even that excited about because it's September and you were excited about this product in May, right? So while there is a long tail that happens, there also is relevance that happens and how relevant is your ad in September when you place it in May. So with dynamic insertion, you know the ad is going to be current. It's never going to be outdated. And there's a lot of value to that. The other type of ad that I wanted to touch on today was affiliate advertising. And Obviously, the mechanics between embedded ads and dynamically inserted ads are in a category all their own. That's the mechanics of how an ad is inserted. But there's also different types of ads. So we already talked about a host red ad, and those you know are most typically going to be purchased. Um, typically, those are priced on a CPM basis or cost per thousand. Um, that might be a flat fee. Typically, we do see with dynamically inserted ads, it's more true CPM, right? I'm paying, you're paying for exactly what it is that you purchased. If you hit 10,000 people, then you're, you know, or impressions, downloads, you're going to pay for those 10,000 as opposed to with embedded. We don't know for sure exactly how many you're going to get. We can surmise how many we think you're going to get in the first 30 days, but then you're going to continue to accrue downloads to that episode. So you're not paying on a true CPM basis with embedded ads, whereas with dynamic, you're definitely paying on a true CPM basis. But then there are different types of ads where, you know, there are opportunities to do affiliate advertising in podcasts. And my company, True Native Media, does not work with affiliates because it doesn't work within a representation structure. But there are a lot of good opportunities to do affiliate advertising in podcasts if that's something you're interested in. So if you're an advertiser and you've never done any podcast advertising before, affiliate marketing can be a really powerful way of testing out podcasts to see if they work and see if they're effective, right? And obviously, it's not costing you anything as a marketer to run these affiliate ads. On the flip side, if you're a podcaster and you're having a hard time getting advertisers, maybe you don't want to spend the time or energy that it takes to get advertisers, affiliates can be great because you can very easily insert an affiliate ad into your podcast. Number one, you get to try out what it's like to have advertisers. Your audience gets accustomed to what it's like for them to hear an ad on your podcast. And then you also get an opportunity to really create real results for the advertiser that you're marketing through this affiliate ad. So there's a lot of, um, I would say, value in affiliate marketing that can and should happen. I think that if you are brand new to podcast advertising um, as a podcaster, affiliates are a great place for you to start because it really helps for you to create some sort you know, really just a, a guide for what it's like to have advertisers and the types of results that you can produce for that advertiser, which is really important to consider. So that is another way of doing podcast advertising. So just to recap, we have host read ads that can be done on either an embedded or a dynamic basis. And I did want to emphasize that you can do dynamically inserted ads as host read ads and 
Not only can you, but you should. And then lastly, there are the opportunities for affiliate advertisements. um, If that is something as a podcaster or an advertiser that you're interested in. I hope that this information has been helpful for you. If you're interested in learning more about podcast advertising, you can reach us at truenativemedia.com. We would love to talk to you if you are a marketer, an advertiser, about how we can connect you with the over 65 high quality shows that we represent. If you are a podcaster and you've got a sizable audience and you would love to have us connect you with advertisers, we would love to chat. And finally, if you are just getting started or you have a smaller audience and working with a representation firm doesn't make sense to you, but you are interested in growing your show and interested in connecting with advertisers, we would love to get you signed up for our Moneymaker podcast course. You can find all of this information on our website at truenativemedia.com. Also, please come check me out over on LinkedIn. I do post a lot of interesting um, things about podcasts and podcast advertising over on LinkedIn, and I hope that you will join me there. Thanks for listening to the show and we'll talk to you again soon. If you want to learn more about how to be a market leader in podcast advertising, reach out to us at truenativemedia.com.